Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. then thank you for that welcome to another live edition of titillating sports with rick tittle i am your eponymous host coming to you from my home on the oakland side of san francisco bay what is going on a fresh week of sports talk here in uh, our quarantine times and um sports byline usa the network upon which this show uh, resonates is uh well it's been around since the 80s. All we want to do is just talk sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, the ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. We'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> 1-800-878-7529. Whatever time zone you're in. Do you know that the Alaskan time zone is actually called the Aleutian Daylight Time? That's what it is right now. So you got Eastern, Central, Central, Mountain, Pacific, and Aleutian. How about that? Hawaii gets their own time zone, Hawaii time. So what's up with that? Ooh-wee, what's up with that? What's up with that? Um, if you notice, listening to my shows, I usually am chock full of uh, nuts and guests. Uh, today is wide open, so it's going to be three hours of me flopping my gums. So this is a good time for you to make a call and get in at the toll-free line, one 800 878 play 1-800-878-7529. Big uh, recognition. Go, you better recognize the troops, American forces, radio network worldwide. Great to have you listen. If you're listening, whatever branch you are in, there's the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. You can listen through your phone. This is why phones are invented, Spock. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider. Do it that way as well. And... Um, what was I going to say? Emails? I think we got to that. Sport Rick at sportsbyline.com, yada, yada, yada. Three hours of me flapping my guns, old school style, early days of Sirius Radio 2002. Let's do that together. 1 800 878 play. If you want to tweet at me, it is at Rick Diddle. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come over. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, 
Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at O'ReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationships, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you on Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, around the globe on American Forces Radio Network. And as I said, I have no guest scheduled for three hours, so it's a good time, a good day to get in. Start us off with your sporting call at 1-800-87A-PLAY. 
And it's it's kind of good anyway because I have a lot to say about the ten hours that happened on the last dance, and it, it's weird. It <clears throat> I always kind of figure, <clears throat> excuse me, no cough button over here on the gaming headset, but you know I, I've always gone out of my way to point out that I really just care about my teams and my guys, and I'm not really a a fan of the game. Not that I don't care. But when people say, it's the Red Sox and the Yankees on ESPN, I'm like, don't care. Why would I care about that? You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, look who it is. Uh, Magic is in the finals. And I'm like, (laughs) but it's a good reminder to me that I actually care more than I thought. And that Jordan kind of goes past being on your team with, with your guys. He just was such a massive, massive figure in worldwide sports. I wish I had that 10-hour documentary on my flight to Europe in October. In fact, if we ever get to fly again, if I ever fly to Europe again, I would love to watch something like that because those 10 hours just flew by. And that was with commercials too. You know, I'm watching it at 6 p.m., with everybody else on the East Coast watching it at 9 p.m. But <clears throat> we got a little bit extra. I say we as Warrior fans, uh, as they spent a little more time going into the Steve Kerr story. Now, I always remembered, I grew up with some Kerrs, and they were like super carrot-toppy, red-haired, freckle-faced Irish people. So I just always associated the name Kerr with like about as Irish as it gets. And I remember seeing Steve Kerr in the NBA. He's this little guy who shot threes. And, you know, I always just thought of him as a, you know, fairly reliable three-point shooter. He kind of reminded me of like Mark Price Jr. People compare him to Paxson because they're both the white guy, quote unquote, on the Bulls. Um, and by the way, the free ride Judd Bushler got through all that. Talk about being lucky. <laughs> He stunk. And did he ever dribble a ball for Chicago that wasn't garbage time? Probably not. Good for him. Hey? He's got the rings. But, you know, we I think all of us <clears throat> sort of regarded Steve Kerr as a, uh, you know, a good little guy to have on the team who, who will uh, shoot you a three now and then. And his three-point percentage um, from his time with the Bulls was closer to 50% than 40%, which is really astounding. Now, you got to remember, they didn't take threes in bushels like they do now, but he still has the highest percentage in history of the NBA. So that tells you how good he was at shooting threes. So we knew that about Kerr. We knew he's a good coach. Um, I had forgotten that he was with Cleveland, honestly. I knew Phoenix drafted him. He's kind of the hometown kid there, uh, up the road from Tucson. But, um, you know, Jerry Krause saw something in him that, you know, could fit into that team, kind of taken over what I would think was the Craig Hodges role, although Hodge was, Hodges was more of a point guard. Uh, and Kerr is definitely a, a two. <clears throat> but up until this point, if you didn't really know who Steve Kerr was, all you would get from the first eight episodes was he was the guy that stood up to Michael Jordan and um, got in a fight with him at uh, practice. I mean, Jordan just relentlessly relentlessly teased people. And you think about um, 
uh, you know, even Scott Burrell goes, Scott, if I ever see you, the next time I see you, I'm going to whoop your ass. We could be in a bar. We could be, <laughs> it's just like he's just relentless, Jordan was. And so um, Kerr, who was, you could tell, was interviewed after a Warrior practice at the facility store. And, was, and believe me, I did love it that he was wearing his Warriors T-shirt. But, <clears throat> and and if you think about it, too, with Steve Kerr, in his career, what he was able to accomplish in the NBA for being, you know, a guy who's six foot two. And this is just so far. He has five rings as a player because you remember his time with Tim Duncan in San Antonio. He has three rings as head coach of the Warriors. So he has eight NBA championship rings. He was on a team that won 72 games and he was coached the team that won 73 games. And, of course, as I said, the highest career three-point shooter in NBA history, more than Steph Curry or Reggie Miller or Ray Allen or Clay Thompson, um, which is not a bad stat to have. But they finally got into the story of his dad, <clears throat> which if you're a Warrior fan, you all knew. A lot of people didn't know about it. Now, it was some clarification for me. I always thought that he had been taken hostage and then was finally um, assassinated. What I didn't realize was that the president of American University in Beirut before that was taken hostage. And then when he came in to replace him, he was actually getting out of an elevator to go to class when he was shot in the head. Uh, and Kerr talked about getting a call at 3 a.m. when he was in Tucson as a freshman at Arizona. Um, and, um, you know, almost got a little teary eyed, but, you know, it's funny, uh, his mom was interviewed. I've never seen his mom and I never really realized like, why would I, but usually, you know, parents are around, you know, they are around when people win championships and there's hugs and they're at parades. Maybe she's been there. I've never seen Mrs. Kerr, but she told you know, her side of the story is a long time ago, but you got to remember things as they were in uh, Lebanon at that time. Um, I've told this before, probably a long time ago, but my friend Valerie, her father was on a, uh, he was a technician on a Navy ship and the Marine base in Beirut needed somebody to fix their antenna on the roof. So a helicopter picked him up off the carrier, flew him in. He fixed it, and they and they said, why don't you sleep in a real bed tonight, and we'll have a steak dinner. So that one night, he spent the night, and that was the night that the guy drove in with the van full of explosives and killed all those Marines. I remember on Monday Night Football, they announced it. And so uh, Valerie never met her dad. She was Her mom was pregnant with her at the time. Suffice to say, a terrible, volatile region. And you just wonder, <clears throat> you know, someone – not just terrorists, but someone sees, you know, Malcolm Kerr as, oh, my gosh, an American. Let's kill him. Not knowing, you know, how how could that – all it would do would, was was hurt your cause and, of course, hurting people beyond words and what, what it means to them. But, you know, Steve Kerr um, showing why he's so good at media and – you know, the the story of when Jordan, before he hit that clutch shot in the Eastern Finals against Indiana, which was really uh, hit, hit and miss. And Reggie Miller said oh, when he hit that three, we knew it was over. But he hit a two kind of at the top of the key. 
um, right, right across the stripe, really. And and Jordan said, hey, if I get double team, be ready. He's whispering, and Kerr's like, I'll be ready, I'll be ready. He's <laughs> shouting it. Eager Beaver. And Jordan said he, uh, he heard his wings uh, on that. And <clears throat> I don't know, I just think, you know, as a Warrior fan, we're kind of watching this with – because the Warriors didn't matter during that time uh, hardly at all. I mean, there was some run TMC teams, but, you know, they won a playoff series against Utah. So, uh, by the way, I love seeing Utah lose. I hated that team. I just absolutely hate – I hated Stockton. I hated Hornacek. I respected Malone, but, I, you know, Malone just destroyed the Warriors. He'd score 40 points every time. But anyway, if you're a Warrior fan, then you got a little bit extra out of that Kerr thing. And, um, you know, it uh, was very well done. We'll take a quick break. we got more to talk about that. And the lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971 That's 800-720-5971 Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, whatever works, and uh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. I'm Rick Tittle, and it's nice to have you with us. What did he say, Dick Little? Actually, my real name is Nick Nipple, and they said, we don't really think that's going to work. They said, do you have another name? And I said, how about Engelbert Humperdinck? Like, that one's taken. They go, Rick Tittle? They go, yeah, sounds good. 1-800-878-PLAY. Now, do you remember hearing last week that the director of The Last Dance, Jason He Here? He Here? Uh, Yes, may I speak with uh, Bob, please? He ain't here. Who asked him? I got to check for him. He Here. But um, we heard that... um, he didn't get John Stockton's interview until like a month ago. It's like, wow. Well, listen to this. as <laughs> We just find out this morning. This documentary was scheduled to come out in June. <clears throat> and so they pushed it up, which is one of the very, very, very few good things about the pandemic is that we got it earlier in a time when we needed some original content, original documentary content anyway. And it was a blessing for the fans and the creators because they had a much bigger spotlight on their film than they ever thought they were going to have. And it was already going to be huge, so it's majestically huge now. But Jason, uh, you know, he here talking about trying to get uh, John Stockton in is one thing. But he here went on ESPN and said, this is the quote, we had been sitting in a dark edit room for over two years with all this material and seeing especially the earlier episodes. I think before the quarantine, we had four done in totality. So we had seen those over and over and over again. No jokes were funny to us. No moments were new to us. No songs were fresh to us. This one was a little bit different. These two tonight, because we just finished these episodes in the last eight weeks. And indeed, episode 10, we just finished on Thursday. Once again, Thursday. So it was going to air on 
obviously, <laughs> Sunday. They finished episode 10 on Thursday, which is pretty remarkable. And look, <clears throat> if you work in live broadcasting, you're used to a clock ruling your life. I used to tell when I would uh, meet the young, when I, you know, I worked into TV and into my 30s, so I got to the point where I was teaching the young guys. I go, the only enemy is you being unprepared. The only enemy really is the clock. Don't let the clock kick your butt because the time's going to come and you better be ready. Whatever show you're doing, whatever task you have at hand, it's got to be ready. If you have a guest, the guest has to be on the phone. You know, you have to be in that chair, whatever it is. And <laughs> to have this finish on Thursday, you could just see like now they didn't say they finished it Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon or even Saturday night. But you could tell there were some droplets of sweat that were pouring down. And <clears throat> here's the deal with a master reel. You can make dubs of it. And I don't know if it loses a generation or not. When you dub things out digitally, I would assume that it doesn't anymore. That used to be the thing, though, in video. They say every time you dub something, it lost a generation, meaning it, the quality of it went down. In the beginning, it was sort of infinitesimal. But once you keep dubbing things over and over again, you can see like old movies. They're kind of fady and, you know, they just look crappy and scratchy and dark. It's because they've just been copied and have lost so many generations of video. But it did remind me <clears throat> also of my, a story my, my old boss in TV, uh, Marta, Martita Bonita, she called herself. Marta told me that she was, she was working for Univision. Canal 14, Porocopo Mundial, Spanish, one of the Spanish language stations in San Francisco. She was getting ready to show something called La Batalla de la Bahia, the Battle of the Bay. It was a pregame show before their coverage of the World Series. And she said they were rewinding the master reel in the commercial break before it was about to start. I know that feeling. Uh, it's not a good feeling. <laughs> but she said it was like, it was like a squirrel being stepped on. It was like, and so they re-racked it or cued it. It got re-racked. And then just a matter of seconds, they pressed play and the master reel aired. So I'm trying to think of just TV-wise getting that master reel to Bristol. Were they editing it in Bristol? I wouldn't think so. But ESPN needed to air it out of their head end. Now, I don't know if they could have done that in New York. I don't know what their signal path is, but I would believe they would probably need that in Bristol, Connecticut, that master reel. Um, and I'm sure they spent Friday and Saturday watching it over and over again, making sure that not only – it was good, but that, of course, it would time out. Everything in TV is down to the second, and I mean the second. And with that TV background in my head for 10 years and just every, every, every night and every weekend staring at a clock, <clears throat> I tend to hit my signposts more than most radio guys do just because I – unless there's something interesting. But like for network breaks, now you you gotta you got to get out. Around the regional breaks, I should say, you got to get out on time. So it's remarkable to me that a TV show watched by millions and millions of people just finished up. But 
Then again, I mean, if you go to any news broadcasting organization, that's how they go, by the seat of their pants. You might remember the scene in broadcast news where the guy was rewinding the tape, the editor is Bobby, and you had, um, you know, like Joan Cusack and um, uh, what's-her-face from Raising Arizona going, Bobby, 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 just while it's rewinding so they could take it and they could run it over to another tape deck, Holly Hunter, in the uh, <clears throat> in the other room. <clears throat> So uh, I understand the Stockton thing. He wouldn't give in. You know, he thought it was going to be a Jordan Puff piece. But just to reiterate, Utah, ah, I did not like that team. Did not like that team. And and the Warriors under George Carl, they had not gone to the playoffs for 10 years. And when they finally went to the playoffs and they went to Utah and there was a team fight in Salt Lake City. And I remember – you know, Frank Layden was the coach back then. That was before Jerry Sloan. Frank Layden was a funny guy. He was, you know, kind of an overweight little guy with glasses. He always had a funny quip. And I remember a fan ran out of the stands to fight Mullen. And Mullen was like, no, 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 and kind of <laughs> ran away. By the way, that look, that shaved head look that Mullen had with Indiana, and Rick Smiths did it too. It's like, let's all shave our heads. He looked like a, a patient in a hospital who was also part of the Dumpty family. He did not look good. It's like when uh, Ukraine at the World Cup, let's all dye our hair peroxide blonde. It's like, yeah, maybe that's unifying for you, but you, you look ridiculous. And did you see in the stands, I always kind of thought this about Seahawk fans, you know, zero diversity. When they went into the crowd in Utah and showed those fans, just – and I don't want to say anything mean, but people that I would not want to hang out with, just some backwoods, born-again, freakish goons. And I mean goons. Now, I'm sure they look in the stands at a Warrior game and say, oh, I wouldn't want to hang out with those people. And that's fine. You know, I'm sure – look, I don't want to hang out with half the Raider fans I know <laughs> This toothless motorcycle hag. <laughs> now I'm trying to come sound superior. I'm not trying to sound that way. But anyway, um, getting back to the uh, to the episode, you might say, oh, they didn't finish till Thursday. And you might think, oh, you know, it's plenty of time, Friday, Saturday. And then they had all day Sunday. Didn't even air till 9 p.m. East, uh, Eastern time. So that that's not bad. I can just tell you that is um, heart attacky. That is so close to work on something like that because you can storyboard it out like a movie, but if you really don't know how it's going to end or you do know how it's going to end, but you don't know what you have time. Let's say you have 108 left, okay? You have 68 seconds, and then you've got five minutes worth of stuff. All right, well, what do we want in? What do we want out? You know, they ended with Pearl Jam. They didn't end with uh, 80s rap music. And I didn't mind it, but all those things have to be decided, and they were not completely decided and got on the master reel until Thursday. So for me, with my background as a technical director, tape off, all that character generator guy, it was like, yeah, that's what I felt. The correct term is, yeah, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon, you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. We'll even install your new blades while you wait. See better and drive safer. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say... And I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very what, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened.
This is what had had happened. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Coast to coast. What you got? Talking some sports with you on Sports Byline. Uh, coming to you uh, via Skype. Yeah, that's right. I said Skype. And I uh, can't really complain about when Skype don't work none. <laughs> because it's uh, free. Yes, it is. All right. Um, still uh, trickling down. Like Reagan's trickle-down economics, <clears throat> some of the the points of uh, you know the um, that you, you the takeaways to me one of the more poignant moments is what they did at the very last meeting when they got together after they won their six and eight years, and that was Phil Jackson <clears throat> told them to write on a piece of paper. I remember Phil, of course, uh, as um, Scott Osler calls him, Phil Jack Zen, Z-E-N, very much in touch not only with Eastern philosophy um, and medicine, but of course Native American spiritualism, naturalism, New Age, what do you want to call it, Old Age. Excuse me. And so he had them, this is something he learned before, write something about what the season meant for them, read it, and they're going to throw it in a coffee can. By the way, for kids out there, coffee uh, used to come in a can. Nobody bought fresh coffee. And if you did, it was in a diner, and it came in one of those little machines like a Mr. Coffee, and it was barely fresh anyway. It was almost always freeze-dried Folgers or Sanka and it came in these little crystals, and people would brag about how good those were. You didn't go, there was no such thing as Starbucks or Pete's or Phil's or any of that stuff. So, it was a coffee can, and then they were going to burn all of them. <clears throat> and he said that, Steve Kerr said that Jordan actually wrote a poem. And he also said, did Kerr, that was one of the most powerful moments that he had ever seen, which was basically, I think, at least what I got out of it was this was important. This was big. Let's talk about how important it is. But then we move on. It is no more. It's no longer. Not that we burn our time here, but we, it's just a poignant thing to say goodbye to this season and hello to maybe greener pastures. I mean, Steve Kerr got a four-peat. He went to San Antonio the next year and won a title. So, uh, good for him, <clears throat> not so good for others. But Phil Jackson obviously came out a big winner uh, in this series, just showing, you know, his just really uh, calm demeanor, you know. And it showed his, you know, early episode, it showed him, you know, coming out of college and Montana and going to the Knicks and being kind of the hippie and then coaching minor league basketball in Canada and, you know, Jerry Krause, once again, getting credit because he identified Phil as a guy who, he also identified Tim Floyd and he ran Phil Jackson out of town, which is not good. But that's sort of the end of the show. All 10 hours was when Michael Jordan was talking about how upset he was they didn't get to go for the seventh title. And he said, if you asked 
anybody on that team, would they come back for one more year, one year contract? He said, of course they would have. He said maybe with Pip it might have been a little bit more difficult, but he thinks that if MJ said that if he was going to come back, there's no way Pippen wouldn't. Excuse me. And so um, they said, uh, well, we got Jerry Reinsdorf saying why he broke up the team, and he goes, oh, I'd like to see that. I never really did get to see that. And so they handed him, Jordan, the – the iPad and Reinsdorf said, after the sixth championship, things are beyond our control. And at that point, it would have been suicidal at that point in their careers to bring back Pippen, Steve Kerr, Ron Harper. Their market value individually was going to be too high. They weren't going to be worth the money they were going to get in the market. <clears throat> and then Jordan kind of gave a face like, Pfft. so, you know. And as I said, Jordan, the exact quote is, if you ask all the guys who won in 98, Steve Kerr, Judd Bushler, blah, 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 we give you a one-year contract to try for a seventh, you think they would have signed them? Yes, they would have signed them. Would I have signed for one year? Yes, I would have signed for one year. I've been signing one-year contracts up to that. Would Phil have done it? Yes. Now, Pip, you'd have to do some convincing. But if Phil was going to be there, Dennis was going to be there, if Jim MJ was going to be there to win our seventh, Pip is not going to miss out on that. That's true. So, I mean, excuse me, we were kind of wondering how the last dance was going to end. You know, he hit the shot, quote unquote, the shot in Utah. You'd think that'd be kind of the logical sign off. But, you know, at the end of the whole thing, episode 10, uh, Jordan confirmed they didn't want to retire. Now, perhaps he said this somewhere before. I never heard it. And Jordan said on the documentary, you know, that, well, he said, you know, Jerry Cross said, Phil said, even if he goes 82 and 0, you're not coming back. So we all knew it was the last dance. But Jordan was asked, do you feel some satisfaction to go out on top? And he was like, no. He goes, you find it maddening to go out on top. (laughs) He said, it's maddening because I felt like we could have won seven. I really believe that. We may not have, but man. Just not to be able to try, that's something that, you know, I can't accept. For whatever reason, I just can't accept it, end quote. Now, if you know how competitive Jordan is, and we already knew the legendary stories. We watched him. We watched him in person do it, if you were lucky enough. We already knew how competitive he was, but after seeing this, it's taken to a whole new level. And... This encapsulates why he was such a competitor. Haunted to this day, what is he, 56? Haunted to this day that he didn't get a chance to get one more. That's the thing about Jordan. His past didn't motivate him like that. It was always what or who is next. And and he couldn't stand the idea of something that people would think he couldn't do And by retiring, there was sort of a less than tacit implication or an admission that, yeah, I'm done. But he didn't feel that way. He doesn't feel that way to this day. So, look, people think he didn't just retire because of Jerry Krause, who is vilified in this documentary, but I think disproportionately vilified because 
I mean, look at Scottie Pippen, who who just shredded him on the bus. He called him the best GM in NBA history. He said, I played with the best player in history. I played for the best coach in history, and I played for the best GM in history. I wasn't expecting to hear that from Pippen. But um, if you think about Jordan, who kept talking about how much the fame and the lifestyle was wearing him down, and even went so far to say that he didn't even think he would miss playing. So, look, he's a, he's a person. He has mixed emotions. He's a human. And in the moment, you know, <laughs> you take things for granted, right? It's like your relationship. It's like, oh, I'm so sick of that person. And then, like, you're single and you're like, oh, maybe they weren't that bad. Or, you know, you're on vacation and you're like, oh, I just can't wait to go home. And you get home and you're like, oh, I wish I was back there on vacation again. It's just, it's a human thing sometimes. I kind of think Jerry Reinsdorf should have taken more heat in there because he said he went to Jackson and said, all right, I know what was said, but come back for one more year. All right. That's good, right? That's good. I mean, the the Steve Shaw did that with Miguel Tejada. He's not coming back next year. He said at the beginning of the year, and at the end of the year, he's like, well, you want to come back? It's like it's too late. He went to the Orioles, $72 million. They put Bobby Crosby in his rookie of the year. But Jerry Reinsdorf said to Phil Jackson, okay, come back one more year. <clears throat> All right. But then he said he wasn't going to pay these overpriced guys. He didn't want Ron Harper, you know, and Pippen wanted out. He didn't want to pay him. So Jordan is right to suggest that those players would have taken one-year deals. And I would tend to agree that Pippen would have taken it one more if they would have given him, you know, it's like, well, what, what is Mike making? Give me just under what Mike is making and I'm back. You're not, you weren't going to get him for $3 million. You weren't going to get him for that contract, that seven-year deal that he signed at the time, which was smart at the time and ended up being like, oops. And we won't know for sure. But what we do know is that Jordan wanted the chance. But you know, remember, nothing was ever good enough for this guy, and that's what made him what he was. He was never satisfied, maybe for about five minutes after he had that trophy in his hands. But <laughs> if you think about that team, it does seem stupid to break up a championship team unless they were literally elderly men. And plus, there's a pride issue, and pride is one of the seven deadly sins because of the very fact that it can be um, self-destructing. And, you know, oh, Jerry says he doesn't need us. Okay, well, I'll just retire then. And you're like, what the hell am I doing retiring? So, you know, the documentary said at the end what happened to the, the Bulls, and, you know, Pippen traded, Kerr traded, Jackson gone, Jordan gone. It didn't get into Jordan coming back with Washington, and and that's fine. You know, I, uh, you know, as I said before, when I was coaching basketball in Hemel Hempstead in Hertfordshire in England, these 14-year-olds, because I was there to coach football for the police department just as a guest coach for a couple of weeks, and they had one of the um, PDs, or I should say PCs, police constables, said, can you coach my son's team basketball? All those guys were wearing Wizards jerseys because that was the team they thought. I remember KD said, oh, I think about Jordan on the Wiz. He's coming to my town. 
Right. It's like I think about Katie on the Warriors because he's coming to my town. I get it. But uh, it's just funny that still to this day, it's haunting Jordan. And one more thing about Jordan, there are people saying, what's wrong with his eyes? Because it looked like his eyes were completely bloodshot. Some people thought he was jaundiced. Some people thought he was teary-eyed. Look, I'll just say this. When you get into your 50s, and Jordan looks great, by the way. He's got a little belly, but who doesn't? Uh, he's fine. I don't think he has jaundice, okay? I think that's just his eyes. We're not as pretty as we used to be <laughs> when you get to that age. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Violent. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement That's right, free! This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free! 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Hadle is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thank you for that. And uh, we still got another two hours to go. And lines are completely free and clear at 1-800-878-PLAY as we wrap up our number one. I couldn't help but watch this series and think about what the Warriors documentary would be like. And we've already heard that they did not give the same kind of access that uh, the Bulls did in 97, 98. That doesn't mean you. <laughs> there's still more access than ever. Um, but <clears throat> it did make me appreciate that during those that run of the Warriors' dynastic years, that that I got to be in the middle of it and I got to be in the thick of it and to work on the flagship station and to do one-on-one interviews with Steve Kerr, uh, several of them, on the flagship station and with Draymond and Bob Myers. And we had um, you know, Super Bowl 50. We had Rick Welts, the president, sit down with us. Um, got to have one conversation with Joe Lake. But all the press conferences and those all LeBron James, you know, and LeBron James yelling at Mark Schwartz, who was sitting in front of me, be better. I ended up in a meme it just was cool to be in all that, and hopefully it will be around in 20 years, and I'll do a documentary, and I'll look back and say, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Because the Warriors are going to have their day, baby. They're going to have it. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i I never wanted to start using i I knew the drill but i was out of options I, i just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain 
They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show, 1-800-878-PLAY. It's never been more stupid in politics in the history of the United States. In the history of the United States, it's never been more stupid. And so let's talk about sports. That's what it's all about, baby. Hell yeah. Let's get into the football and the basketball and the ba- Whenever I talk football, I start talking with a southern accent. I remember when I was learning football, you know, you have these hot key terms that you would yell out. And if we got an interception in high school, we would yell Aggie. That came from uh, Texas A&M. Aggie. Why are we yelling Aggie? And then we would run the Oklahoma 42, all these different. They originated down south. They surely did. My uh, friend who played football at Cal, he said they played at Tennessee, and the they're in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is supposed to be an absolute crap hole of a town. I will not judge it. Maybe we'll send Mo Mandel down there with his small town throwdown show on Discovery. But um, he said the fans were throwing ice down at the Cal players and uh, like really humming it in big chunks. There's nothing to sneeze at. It was starting to hurt. And so there were some of them Smokey the Bear campaign hat-looking state troopers. And they said, there's people throwing ice at us. And the Knoxville cops said, well, I suggest you get out of the way. <laughs> that type of thing. What am I talking about? Oh, talking about sports. I don't know how it got to that. But we are. Oh, yes. Yeah, because there's nothing else we're talking about when you think about how just what joke everything is politically and just everyone involved is a joke let's talk about the joke of sports yay 1-800-878-PLAY 1-800-878-7529 get in and get heard girl tune in app iHeartRadio app Stitcher app American Forces Radio Network worldwide big supporter of our troops doing a great job stay safe we're proud of you and CRN Digital Plus 2 the cable radio network channel tune your cable provider I'm Rick Tittle come on back We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. 
Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo. What you got? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. If you'd like to participate in the uh, coast-to-coast proceedings here, Your Honor. Um, <clears throat> I never saw Space Jam, so I know it's Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny versus Aliens or something. And I remember talking about this on 95.7, and I also said that I had never seen the Mighty Ducks. And people pulled over by the side of the road, and they wanted an explanation. Like, they didn't accept – it was like saying I'd never seen The Wizard of Oz or i never seen Star Wars. Um, the explanation is, is when these movies came out, I was in my 30s. Why would I see a cartoon Michael Jordan Bugs Bunny movie in my 30s? I mean, I guess if I'm switching channels some night – but to go to a movie theater, I just uh, not big into uh, 
You know, it's just remember Jordan was stuffed down our throat. Everywhere you looked, you saw Michael Jordan. Every commercial, everything, every billboard, every cereal box was Michael Jordan. We had plenty of Michael Jordan. Um, and it wasn't even you know Mel Blank. <clears throat> it was some copycat Bugs Daffy guy. And then the Mighty Ducks, once again, I'm in my 30s. Why do I see a kid hockey movie? I mean, a, yeah, a kid's hockey movie. Now, that being said, I did see Kicking and Screaming, which is a kid's soccer movie in my 30s, because it's Will Ferrell and Mike Ditka, and it was hilarious. It was a comedy. So for the people who just can't get over the fact that I'd never seen Space Jam, much less Space Jam 2, which is... I think coming out, maybe it's out. No, I think it's coming out because Steph Curry's in it, and I think I would have heard of it if it had been out. But um, anyway, getting into some more things about The Last Dance, there's the conspiracy about Michael Jordan being poisoned in Utah by the pizza guys. And it was episode nine, and it was the flu game. And as we found out, it wasn't the flu game. It was the food poisoning game. That was the name given to Jordan's amazing Game 5 performance where he was a shell of himself and he was sweating bullets and he just looked awful. And then the second half, he just turned into Mike again. But as they said, and he was with his best buddy, George, who was also part of his entourage, and he was with the uh, trainer who was always with him. And... They, it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and he said he was – or it was before 3 in the morning. But they got back to the hotel. Everything was closed. And in Salt Lake City, I can believe everything was closed. Uh, the St. New York City. New York City, Pace Pecani sauce. And so one pizza place was open, <clears throat> and only Jordan ate the pizza. Some people said he ate the whole pizza himself. I, I didn't get that out of it. I got it as only he wanted some. And so then he got a call to the trainer at 3 a.m. saying, come to my room. And he found him in the fetal position, absolutely shaking. And, <laughs> and of course, Twitter goes nuts with that. But look, if you eat any pizza delivered to you late night, you're bound, I don't know, to get something. But five guys showed up at the door to deliver it. So he definitely ordered it in the name of Michael Jordan which I find hard to believe and stupid, but I guess it's true because Five Guys, which is usually a hamburger place from New York, Five Guys from New York, right? But Five Guys showed up for it. It's funny because <clears throat> in 1990, maybe it was, yeah, it was 1990, Liverpool was in the FA Cup final, and we were going to be showing it on my network. And... The um, Led Zeppelin, or maybe it wasn't Led Zeppelin, maybe it was just Robert Plant, but Robert Plant was in San Francisco, and he got a request because the game was going to be early in the morning. He wanted somebody at uh, Sports Channel to tape it and then bring it over to his hotel at 11 a.m. And so they go, Rick, can you make sure to tape it? And I go, absolutely. So I taped the FA Cup final on VHS while we were airing it. Believe it or not, we were airing it. And then I thought, well, I guess at some point, if somebody can cover me, I'm going to have to run this over to Robert Plant. And that'll be a thrill for me. Because, And then right when I said it, a girl who worked in our corporate office across the hall 
she came in and it's funny because I only ever saw her in like business attire, like Ann Taylor's suits. She showed up at 1030 in the morning. She was wearing ripped fishnet nylons, high heels, mini skirt, leather jacket. Her hair was up, huge red lipstick. She said, I'm bringing this over to Robert Plant. <laughs> and she showed up in the, I don't want to say slutty, that's me, but she showed up in this like total hardcore rocker girl fan groupie outfit. So I guess she thought if I'm going to the hotel room, I might as well look like a fan. But anyway, that was delivered. So five guys showed up to give Jordan his pizza and it made him sick. And that's just the theory. Was he poisoned? I know Tottenham had a chance to get into Europe some years ago and they played at West Ham and they ate at a restaurant uh, as a team next to Upton Park before the game and they all had lasagna and they all got food poisoning and they lost. And they thought that they had been scuppered. It was the food poisoning game and West Ham did it on purpose. He made them all sick. But hello, you're in Utah. I'm Michael Jordan. I would like to order a pizza. What, how do you make somebody sick? Did everybody spit in it? Did everybody cough in it? I don't know, but it's gross. Now, Vernon Maxwell, former NBA star, tweeted out last night, I always made it a point to never eat whenever I played in Utah for that very reason, Michael. Wow. And then, of course, fans have fun with it. Guy says someone has been poisoning the Knicks pizza for 21 years. Um, and then, of course, memes of guys showing up at the door and it's, you know, the uh, the aliens from Space Jam or it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> some people <laughs> had pictures of what the pizza actually looked like. And it's some it's some uh, gross stuff. There's no, no doubt about it. So um, <clears throat> but it also. It also goes to show you that a lot of towns, they shut down and they roll up their sidewalks when it gets too late. And I'll, I'll tell you what, if you want to make fun of Salt Lake City, you know, a city that's that's like that is uh, downtown San Francisco. When I first started working in downtown San Francisco, nobody lived there. Why would you live there? It's all offices. But now a lot of people, none of them families, but a lot of people with cash, they live in high rises. And I try to think, what in the hell is 24 hours that they can get that's not in the Richmond or in the Sunset or in the Mission? You know, even North Beach kind of shuts it down a little bit. But in the old days, the only thing you could get delivered was uh, pizza. Unless you were, you know, if you were in Manhattan, you could get Chinese food and what have you. But there was no DoorDash or Postmates. I invented Post-Its. There was no Grubhub or Caviar. Look, off the top of my head, I just named four of them to bring you that stuff. So he got the pizza and then he got sick. When I was in New York a couple of years ago, I went to this place called Roberta's. It's a famous pizza place in a not very good area of Brooklyn called uh, Bushwick, right in the middle of the projects. And it was so pretentious. The door had no sign. It was all graffiti. You just walked into this graffiti hellhole, and everyone in there that worked there was pierced and had, you know, dyed hair and tats, and they, you know, they serviced with a frown. It was the worst pizza I ever had in my life, this droopy piece of crap. Ord anchovy had, like, one anchovy on it. 
And then I drove to Cooperstown. I get there. It's snowing. I'm in my hotel. I'm going to go to the Hall of Fame the next day. I, I order pizza from Cooperstown Pizza. Guy brings it. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. My point is, is that you never know what the hell you're going to get. I think I paid $40 for that little pizza at Roberta's. Still the worst pizza I've ever had. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you have to go to Roberta's with Paris Hilton and, and, and Kim Kardashian. Utah pizza, was it poisoned? I doubt it was poison. I think it was just Utah pizza. Illinois Nazis? I hate Illinois Nazis. On Sports Byline, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on. $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans, then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Commando, I tell you, commando, what is going on? 1-800-878-PLAY. Who poisoned the pizza in Salt Lake City? Who shot the sparrow with the little bow and arrow? That was a horrible song. That's one of them Renaissance fair songs. Let's not talk about that. 1-800-878-PLAY. So, as we said, Jerry Reinsdorf. He didn't want to pay everybody, right? He didn't want to pay everybody. And Krauss said, we can't pay everybody. Reinsdorf said it would have been suicide to keep everybody together. It's like, ah, you idiots. It's ridiculous. How can you go and do a rebuild? You're still rebuilding. You got Derrick Rose for a couple games. Ah. Now, there's one thing you got to remember. The 99 lockout shortened the season to only 50 games. That means the players only got prorated portions of their salaries. But if you look at it, Does Jerry Reinsdorf have a point? Here's an idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Yes, it does. (laughs) But if you look at the roster, let's say you go into 1999. Seven players maybe survive the purge. Maybe they don't. But Ron Harper was making over $5 million. Kukoc made four and a half million. Randy Brown, 1.3. Wennington, a million. Keith Booth, who? 680,000. Rusty LaRue, 350,000. Dickie Simpkins, remember him? Dickie Simpkins? If I could say it's Simpkins, Dickie Simpkins. But then they had their first round pick, Corey Benjamin, who made a half a million. That means there's eight guys with about over 14 million. All right. So there's 14 million. Now you bring back Jordan. The 1999 CBA included the league's first ever limitation on individual salaries. Players who had at least 10 years of NBA experience would be limited in new contracts to a first year salary of either 35% of the cap or $14 million, whichever was higher. Now, those are laughable numbers in the face of Jordan's prior salaries. Jordan had negotiated his past deals without that maximum salary in place and took advantage of it by signing two of the biggest contracts in the history of professional sports 
if you look adjusted for inflation. Because Jordan made 30 million in 96-97 and 33 million for 97-98. Both of those numbers were larger than the cap itself, which was only 26.9 at the time of Jordan's second retirement. Now that's inflated for adjustment in inflation. But Jordan's peers, they kind of ensured that players of his caliber would not be subjected to those pay cuts because they grandfathered a clause into the 99 CBA that allowed players who previous salaries exceeded the max to earn up to 105% of their prior earnings. So that would put Jordan at about $34.7 million. To put the absurdity of that contract into perspective, no NBA player earned an actual salary higher than that until last year. So if you adjust that figure for revenue inflation, as I said, that $34.7 million would be equivalent of today $126.5 million for the season. For a player to actually earn that much in the first year of a new deal, the cap would have to balloon in today's money to about $370 million. So no player will ever come close to Jordan's earnings. It's just not going to happen. All right, now that's MJ. Now we look at Pippen because let's say you, okay, so that makes what, nine guys. So as the Bulls, you know, if you lose, let's say, six meaningful free agents, um, I mean, five of them I think are pretty easy to calculate. Luke Longley signed a five-year, $30 million deal with the Suns in a sign-and-trade. Steve Kerr signed a five-year, $11 million deal with San Antonio. Judd Bushler got a two-year deal worth $2 million with the Pistons. Dennis Rodman got one year, $1 million with the Lakers. Scotty Burrell got one year, $1 million with the New Jersey Nets. But as I said, the final free agent is more complicated because his name is Scottie Pippen. And Pippen left the Bulls to seek long-term financial security, which is interesting because that's what he wanted when he signed that seven-year deal. And he did get it. You know, According to you and me, he got it. But according to one of the best players of his generation, he did not. There was so much bad blood between he and Kraus and Reinsdorf and the organization that, as even Jordan said, Pitt would take some convincing. Reconciliation might not have been possible in this case. He demanded trades with an S, uh, bitterness, and that horrendous contract he signed in 91. In, in reality, he signed a hefty five-year, $67 million contract with the Rockets in the offseason that gave him $15 million more in incentives. The Bulls even helped facilitate that deal by structuring it as a sign-and-trade, which helped Pippen get extra money. But there, there's no telling whether or not he would have been able to return to the Bulls even at that figure, because there's just the R-A-S-P-C-T, find out what it means to me. So let's just give it to him. We're going to bump his salary up to the max. Okay, so he earned $11 million that next year. Let's put it up to 14, maintain it in a five-year deal. 
Chicago would give him a raise of about 15%, and that'll turn into a five-year, $88 million deal. Kraus would have loathed paying Pippen this much, but let's say he was untradeable because of that. I mean, the Rockets dealt Pippen to Portland at a slightly lower price only one year <laughs> into his deal. So where does that leave us? The salary cap, you would have Jordan at 34.7, Scotty at 14, and then the rest of the guys that I mentioned, they'll take it to 71.6. So there's some wiggle room, perhaps, but generally speaking, before you like consider cost of doing business matters like 10-day contracts and trades, you're looking at about a $72 million um, salary. That, has, that would have been the most expensive roster in history. The Knicks, by the way, had the highest in history at that time with 59.9, and then the Bulls came in in 98 and topped it with 61.3. So that means that you're topping that figure by a full $10 million to keep the team together. Now, I'm keeping everybody, but you have to adjust for one-year deals because Reinsdorf and Kraus had no interest in keeping that roster on for a long time. Jordan was 35. Piven was 33. Every role player was in his 30s that they liked. You know, the, the question is how much were their salaries need to be adjusted? I mean, I think a good example of that is J.J. Reddick is, is an example of a, a player known to have made a choice whether he would get uh, – I mean, he spoke about his 2017 free agency. He had to decide between the Rockets, they're going to offer him four at 32, or the Sixers were going to give him one at 23. And he obviously took one at 23, even though the other one was more money for less per year. So if you think about Chicago's free agents and who they were going to bring in, I don't know. Would it have been suicide? You would have, I mean, would it have been worth it? Uh, Pippen missed out on an all-star game despite being healthy because he only averaged 14 points a game with Houston. You know, Longley's rebounding and scoring and block shots started to go down. Uh, Kerr was with San Antonio. He averaged four points per game. Um, and Robin played for the Lakers and then he got cut and, uh, then he played 12 more games in Dallas and that was it. And then Harper, Weddington and Bushler all retired, um, within two years later. So you could say you could have kept everybody. You don't need to keep everybody together. You need to keep Pippen and Jordan together is what you need. And then you just fill out the rest. And I've learned that lesson in Golden State. Just keep two, three guys, the important ones, and then just give, give them some barbosas in there. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports. Bye.
Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. We'll even install your new blades while you wait. See better and drive safer. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Oh, you better shut your ass right now. Oh, lines are open. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. Who wants to get in? Who (laughs) wants to get in and get heard? So as we 
And look, I know I'm talking a lot about that documentary, but there's a lot to a lot to bring in. And you think about who looked good and who looked bad. And look, there's no doubt that Michael Jordan looks good. And there's a whole generation of people that never saw him play. They're very young. And then there are people I would say, you know, look, if you're under 20, you have no idea what it was like during Jordan. And I think it's a great, you know, for the high school and the college kids out there, it's really great insight. It's great insight for all of us. I mean, he's a very private guy. We we learned a lot, even those of us who are the same age and watched him and worked in the industry. And or if you're the biggest Bulls fan ever, you learned something. Um, <clears throat> you know, learning about Gus, who was a Chicago cop that kind of took on the role of Jordan's dad. I mean, there's all. How could you know that unless you were there? There's just all these cool things to find out about, but. I think if you're like between, you know, 35 and 20, you remember Jordan as a real little kid, but you didn't really get to see the fire. Everything comes out um, in this documentary that makes Jordan look good. Even even the bullying. He's able because it was not because he was a sadistic SOB. You know, yeah, a little bit. But that wasn't his raison d'etre. It was to win. And when you think about people who say that, you know, LeBron is better. Look, LeBron is amazing, and I'm never going to take anything. I, I have no criticisms for LeBron James. Zero criticisms. He's a different player than Jordan. It's not the same thing. When you look at the 73-win Warriors, they didn't even win a title, even though they were up 3-1. And I was there, and it was not fun. But the the way this whole, all the different splashes of color, and Jordan, and as a kid, and everything else that went into this, it, at times he was funny, he was emotional, um, he was authentic, sincere, and he was a, a tyrant at times, but that tyranny is what piloted his ship in the right direction to, to greatness. He's a rare case of the hero and the villain, you know, and I thought the villain and the hero were both equally celebrated, but it's not like villain, villain. You know what I always wondered, by the way, when you think about what many people consider Napoleon as an antichrist, Napoleon started so many wars just for fun because that was his thing and all the death and destruction he caused even his own nation he's not listed as like hitler or pol pot or even stalin there are <laughs> i mean if you go to the ecole militaire in paris there's a huge beautiful um sort of like almost uh, a tomb that looks like um you know an open scroll and napoleon is still lauded and People named their kids after him. The Raiders had three different guys named Napoleon. Napoleon Dynamite. Why isn't he more of an antichrist? I don't know. That's a topic for another day. But that's the kind of thing. And Napoleon was the hero and the villain. Am I comparing him to him? I guess I just did. But the the you could say, if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty and you're teaching a journalism class, you could say, was this series a true objective piece of journalism? And... <clears throat> I would say for the most part, yeah, but I don't really care. I don't really care about all that stuff. You know, when over the years people say, oh, is that what a journalist like you, whoever, whoever heard me call myself a journalist, 
I have a degree in journalism. Yeah, I do. Uh, but I, <laughs> the, these are entertainment shows, right? If I'm not entertaining, I, I would not have lasted five seconds. Now, I'm not entertaining to everybody, but we're supposed to be having some fun with this, right? And I'm highly opinionated. I could never be a reporter. Reporters can't be opinionated. Maybe a columnist, columnist at, uh, at Jamestown. But is this journalism? Look, Jordan, to his credit, did not ignore the controversy, the gambling, you know, the bullying, not just of his teammates, but Jerry Krause. The, they went into his lack of, of activism. You're not going to support this guy who's running against Jesse Helms. And he's like, well, I'm a basketball player. What do you want? Can you give us a check? Okay, here's a check. You know, you saw LeBron get up there and say, vote for Hillary. Well, just because Jordan didn't do that doesn't make him a bad guy or he let down his race. That's something that Obama brought up to in the documentary. He said, if you are a successful African-American, <clears throat> it's not enough. Just be successful. You have to be a spokesperson, too. And look, I didn't see him as sadistic. He could be mean and vindictive. But you could say winning has its price. And I don't think it's shady that he gambled. I know a lot of people that gamble. He has a lot of money to gamble. He never gambled himself into the poorhouse or, you know, his wife left him because of the gambling or his children were left penniless and, you know, they had nowhere to live or anything like that. He didn't go to loan sharks, was in trouble with organized crime either. And so he didn't take a political stance against a known racist and a little quip republicans buy sneakers too was taken completely out of context so that's what stockton was afraid of i think was making it a puff piece and i i think we were all transfixed by him the competitiveness the grace the style the coolness he's an icon in every sense of the world he, he was a superhero and we expect him to be a perfect human being. No one is. I, I don't. And you could even say he wasn't even the perfect basketball player. Did he shoot 100 percent from the field? No. Did he lose playoff series? Yes. Do I believe for a second that Jordan would be undefeated in the finals in today's game? I don't know. I mean, you could say, well, he was defended by Dan Marley and Byron Scott and Craig Elo and Jeff Hornacek and. Brian Russell and John Starks. What would it be now? He'd be got to go against Kawhi and LeBron and Iguodala and Clay. I'm like, hey, Jordan wouldn't have been intimidated by any of those guys. Like what he said about the glove. I had no problem with the glove, although he did. And people do romanticize that era. Oh, hand checking. It was so much harder and the Pistons would beat you down and they would. You know, Jordan got bludgeoned by the bad boys. There's no doubt. But the, the gist of it was very simple. If you crossed him, he'd get you. And it's uh, that was just the truth, whether it was George Carl or Isaiah Thomas or Brian Russell or Bradford Smith. Everything Jordan did, everything he represented, good or bad, was aimed at winning. And in the end, he won. And you can have reasonable conversations about the, the conditions under which he dominated, notwithstanding. But that is the bottom line of this documentary and his legacy is the guy in his time. He just won. And so, as I said, Jerry Krause, who died three years ago, did get the raw deal on this.
to the point that his family began releasing excerpts from his unpublished memoir to at least try to cover his side of the story. And Jordan was ruthless in the attacks. And they would, they even attacked Tony Kukoc because <laughs> Krauss liked him. But if you want to look at the opponents in this series, they all had one thing in common. They lost. Magic Johnson, Patrick Ewing, Clyde Drexler, The Glove, Barkley, Malone, Marley, Reggie Miller, even B.J. Armstrong later down the list. Everybody got in the crosshairs and got out. Now, say what you want about Isaiah Thomas being kept off the Dream Team because nobody liked him. But he did beat Jordan twice. And you could say in Jordan's prime. Now you could say, look, the Bills weren't the Bills yet. They hadn't evolved. Phil Jackson's impact in the triangle hadn't been felt yet, but whatever. But the thing is, you can tell that Isaiah beat him twice, and it ticks Jordan off to this day. He hates Isaiah Thomas. And if you stay under a guy's skin for 30 years, you won. (laughs) To say that. Now, the other thing about Pippen... There's two conversations about him here. Number one, obviously, is how underappreciated he was when he was the sixth highest paid guy on a multi-championship team and one of the best 50 players of all time. And he was not Robin. It was Batman, and it was Batman's brother is what he was. You could even argue he's one of the greatest 20 players of all time. He's one of the five best defensive players of all time. And when Rodman and Pippen took on the world, when Jordan went to play baseball, they really showed what they can do. But they showed him quitting on his team, and that is the cardinal sin in sports. And he says that he'd still do the same thing again, and that's a huge loss and an unfortunate part of the story because, you know, Pippen comes off, I think, kind of a winner and a loser in this. But... As I said, the good thing for Pippen is that the story kind of redeemed for himself last night. The footage of the pain he gutted out in Game 6, and honestly, I completely forgot about that. Completely forgot about the fact that he was playing in pain. He would make a shot and take a step and be like, ugh. And you know how it is with back pain. It's completely debilitating, that back pain. You get a back spasm like that, it's, it's all bad. It really is. But I also wonder about Dennis Rodman because, I mean, Steve Kerr now, oh, Steve Kerr, he's got three rings as a coach. Well, what's Rodman doing? If you watch that 30 for 30 with Rodman, he says, I'm one of the 10 most recognizable people on the planet Earth, and I'm not. he's still not happy. You know, he did his interview with a ridiculous gas station hat. He had really bright green fingernail polish. He had some sunglasses, I think, that were used at Chernobyl. Uh, that's just him. And people will say, oh, my gosh, Robin's the best because he's in the middle of the finals. Then he's AWOL. <clears throat> he goes to a WWE event, hanging out with Carmen Electra. And then he comes back and they win. Can you imagine being so useful for your team that you didn't get suspended? All Phil said was, well, Dennis embarrassed all of us. All right, big guys down there, little guys down here. Can you imagine being that good? Now, there are some, this is why Phil Jackson's good. There are some coaches out there that wouldn't care that they needed Robin in the finals. They would still suspend him. And 
that would have made me very upset as a fan. But on the other hand, you know, you would say, I probably would have got him fired too, but you could say, hey, a rule's a rule, and you didn't even show up. The reporter's like, is Dennis excused from practice? No, he's not. Do you know where Dennis is? He's not here. No, I don't. <laughs> you can tell he was irked. But you just wonder about Rodman. And even Rodman's son in, in college, he found out about that whole Vegas thing where, hey, I need a vacation. I think I need to go. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention, homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant 
instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426-2301. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that, and welcome back. And we got another hour together, and we'll get into some other stuff, some baseball. But one more thing about the doc. Tony Kukoc, I think, got a little love. Remember, he was the guy who saved Pippen from complete humiliation. He hit that shot against the Knicks when Pippen refused to go back in, and it was a tough turnaround three-pointer. If he didn't hit that, Pippen, we would a lot more remember that. But also, let's remember Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, the second best player on the Knicks. Who was that? John Starks? This guy was a one-man team. But the And it even said Patrick Ewing lost to the Bulls four times. Four times the Knicks were eliminated by Chicago. The only time they beat the, Bull off, the Bulls in the playoffs was in 94 when... Pippen refused to go back into the game. Now, you know, Kukoc hit that shot, but the Knicks ended up winning the, the uh, series. But think about this. Ewing lost the national championship to Jordan. He hit the game winner in 82 when North Carolina took down the Hoyas. You remember that? And he's <laughs> Ewing has never beaten Jordan in anything when it counts. And that's that's tough to say, but... That just goes to show you why Jordan was so good. You know, I name all those those players, you know, like they go down the line, like Magic and Malone and Barkley and Ewing, and they could not get past Michael Jordan. So there's one thing you can say about this guy or that guy, but people have gotten past LeBron James in the finals. People have gotten past Steph Curry in the finals. It's just a different notch above everybody else. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour. Come on back. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i I never wanted to start using i I knew the drill but i was out of options i I just want to tell him it's not your fault 
there are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world, on the American Forces Radio Network. And I mean forces! Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, whatever branch you are with, we certainly appreciate what you do. We know it's an all-volunteer professional armed services. That means uh, you get paid, but it ain't much uh, for what you do. And uh, for those of you who are in places that uh, are not friendly, uh, we super appreciate even more what you do. Everybody matters, no matter if you're <clears throat> behind a desk stateside. Um, but if you're in a forward observation post or whatever you're doing clandestine, um, we appreciate you, all that you do. You're the reason we get to do this because uh, you're holding the shield and you're brave so we don't have to be. And believe, uh, believe you me, <laughs> I can tell you, I definitely appreciate what you do. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to talk some sports. And uh, today, as I said, three hours with uh, no guests. Um, I actually put in a call to my old buddy Michael Urban, see if he wanted to come on the show today. I think I'm going to have him tomorrow. We'll see, of course, longtime MLB beat writer. He's written books on baseball as well. To see how uh, old Herbs is doing. But uh, we'll get the guests pumped up in earnest. But we still have another hour of open lines. And uh, you can participate at 1 800 878 play. That's 7529. You can always write me an email, rick at sportsbyline.com. And I'll check them, I don't know, in a couple days. Uh, <laughs> also, tune in radio app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Normally Twitch, if I was in the studio, ain't no studio going on right now. It's May, girl. So uh, no Twitch right there. Get all twitchy. Is that the same as Twitter? Twitcher? Tweeter? Tweeter. Twitcher. All right. Uh, also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel to 35 million homes. That's on your TV set. You can find us there uh, as well. So we're talking sports with you, my fellow Americans, my Earthlings, wherever you might happen to be. we got another hour together. I'm Rick Tittle, so come on back.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY to get in as we we're waiting for baseball season to start. <clears throat> First of all, Art Howe, former A's manager, Mets, Astros, he's been released from the hospital in his fight with COVID-19, so that is certainly good news. Uh, he is a great, great guy, 
and a good baseball man as well. So that's good news. But there's still a lot of things to work out, obviously. And one of the proposals that MLB has are what they say severe discipline for any fights that might happen. Because MLB wants to minimize physical contact amongst players. And it's going to be weird to see guys get, you know, touched or tagged out or somehow slid into, and they're going to run into the dugout and Purell or wash their hands or take a Silkwood shower (laughs) or something. But as the union and the players are trying to negotiate the structure of the season, which they hope will begin in July, some of the details are coming out. And that is, of course, the safety protocols put into place of spreading the coronavirus around. And so the league has presented to the union a 67-page proposal. Like I said, it's starting to leak out. And R.J. Anderson of CBS Sports um, found out about very important measures for regular testing that goes into it. Um, And that's something, first of all, the regular testing is whatever that means, we don't know. But they say a limited number of other staff need regular testing. Is that temperature checks? I don't know. Spring training is going to be limited to 50 players. Scott Osler said you might as well have it in Hawaii. That'd be some traveling there. But um, 50 players per squad. This is to prevent overcrowding. And you don't need more than 50 players anyway. You're going to have your 40-man and you have 10 non-roster invitees, which might be some minor leaguers. Um, They suggested teams could split their workouts into groups at their facilities. And um, they will have uh, only night games, uh, which is interesting, I guess, to avoid any heat-related concerns. There will be socially distanced locker rooms. Lockers must be six feet apart in the clubhouse. And that means that the locker room is going to spill over to unused places in the stadium. Communal water faucets will be off limits. Um, And they will also say, if you want to take a shower at the stadium, that is discouraged. You can do it, but they're saying you probably don't want to. So you're going to see a lot of guys... Maybe even uniform, like, you know, there's a famous story about Canseco putting gas. You know, he had his fiancée, Esther Haddad, Miss Miami. She was uh, in his white Porsche at a gas station in San Francisco, and there's Canseco wearing his uniform, wearing his spikes, pumping gas after the earthquake. Maybe you'd see more guys like that. Also, no lineup cards being exchanged. They also say spitting is prohibited. Now, when I was golfing, People I was golfing with are saying, you can't spit. And I go, get used to it. Because there's no way I'm going to walk around here and drive around here for 18 holes and not spit. I just, I have to spit. I'm sorry. How about this? I don't spit near you. And then players will be isolated on the road. They already had their own hotel rooms when you're in the big leagues. That's the one thing about the bigs. When you're in the minors, you don't get your own hotel room. (laughs) But... Um, players will have to be separated even when they're traveling, which is interesting. But as I said, 
the interesting thing in fighting and instigating fights are going to be strictly prohibited. Players must not make physical contact with others for any reason unless a normal and permissible part of game action violation of these rules will revolt, result in severe discipline. Hmm. Severe discipline doesn't mean being thrown out of the game. That's discipline. Severe, I mean, if you think about somebody who initiates or participates in a bench-clearing brawl, a fine and a suspension from the league is going to come from that already. But that's really going to be stepped up. And unlike so many other sports, on fights or on-field fights in baseballs is sometimes necessary because of the bad blood or people getting hit by pitches and sometimes teams standing up for themselves or just whatever it is. There are a lot of ways to clear benches. And there aren't really these Brooks anymore. But still... MLB will place a priority on maintaining as much social distancing as possible, and they would like 60 feet, 6 inches. Now, the catcher is going to be next to the hitter. There's nothing you can do about that. You can put the umpire in the third deck and have them look at a camera. The catcher is going to be there. If anybody needs to wear a mask, it'd probably be <laughs> the catcher. But beyond that, there are legitimate concerns. I mean, you think about the sign-stealing scandal, which was supposed to lead to an uptick in on-field vigilantism, taking the law into my own hands. And that's like, you know, all these old-school players, oh, it never would have happened in my day. We would have taken care of it. Bob Gibson, Don Drysdale, Nolan Ryan, there's no way we would have put up with that. Well, a full-on brawled brawl and then followed up by a positive coronavirus test from one of those guys, that could shut down baseball. It really could. They say in the court of public opinion, which is a stupid thing to say because there's no such thing, but when you talk about just PR and HR, you talk about PR and there's a fight and three guys got corona out of the fight because they were spitting on each other and breathing on each other and blood flying, what have you. So there's a debate to be had over whether stiffer penalties will ever overcome those moments of emotion. MLB wants to err on the side of these strong disincentives for that. And, and look, CC Sabathia, he knew that had he accrued one more inning pitch, he was set to make a little bump and pay. Now, you could say, well, he already has tens of millions of dollars, and he does. But still, I forgot what it was. Was it like a hundred k? It was something. It was. It was definitely six figures, whatever it was. And he decided to protect his teammates, and he decided to hit a guy, even though he knew he would get him thrown out of the game. And by the way, Brian Cashman and the Yankees gave him his bonus anyway. But you know, that was a time where fully a guy knew he was going to lose money, and it wasn't a heat-of-the-moment thing where he could say, well, uh, I didn't know what I was thinking. Oh, no, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly the cash he was giving up, but he thought it was more important for him. This is why he was lauded as a hero, CC Karsten Charles out of Vallejo, California, because he knew he had to get his teammates back, and no amount of money was worth not getting his teammates back. Well, look, when you have these guys out there, 
these cocky alpha males and some guy gets hit and the other guy gives him the finger or there's a guy who hits a home run and he tosses his bat 30 feet in the air and it's spinning. What do you do? Oh, when this social distancing is over, I'm going to whip your butt. Eh, you could see a fight and then you could see some crazy suspension. So that's out there. If you want to fight, you're going to pay. Gary Bettman is running baseball this year. Okay, I'm Rick Tittle. You're you. We'll talk sports. Come on back. struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the 
products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. It doesn't really matter. I uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Dogs and lightning. That's how I figured it all out. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Well, you know, Michael Urban uh, tomorrow at uh, 1140. How about that? We'll bring on Herbs. Actually, I just sent him a text to see, are you okay? You still on planet Earth? Um... (laughs) And uh, so we'll talk to him. We got some other guests um, uh, as uh, well. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Is that what they say? And Michael Urban tomorrow. Okay. As, you know, of course, one of the things we need to know about uh, sports uh, is the fact that uh, different states have different strokes for different folks. And when the Yankees and Mets play is something that Governor uh, Cuomo in New York at first was very skeptical of. And now he says, this is from Spectrum News, when you look at the risk reward, there's a lot of reward with minimal risks. And that's good to hear from Mayor Cuomo. He said, if you can have an economic activity that can take place and generates economic interest and entertainment interest, then it's worth it. Well, of course, the players and their families and the essential workers uh, might disagree with the minimal risk uh, theory, but, you know, because there's no vaccine or, or cure right now. And in fact, there's not even any treatment outside of a ventilator if you need it. Uh, new symptoms, long-term ramifications being discovered by the day. But, you know, this still comes just hours after that 67-page safety and testing proposal was leaked by The Athletic from from MLB. Um, MLB owners claim today they have an actual number on how much money they lose per day without fans. They say $640,000 per game in an 82-game regular season that are play without fans. Now, at the team level, um, if you look at the Yankees to suffer the most because uh, more than $300 million total in absence of any further concessions from the players, but teams would still receive some local and national uh, television revenues that are, of course, commensurate with the number of games that are played. And then if a postseason is held, hopefully they would 
get a comfortable majority of the national TV revenues. But the players are still highly skeptical of the league's figures, and almost all MLB teams are privately held commodities, which means they're under zero obligation to discuss their financials. They're not going to open the books, mafia. It's not going to happen. Trump, they're not going to show you the books. And so there's a long history of owners fudging the numbers and hiding the revenues as it suits them. And it's it's hard to lay out sometimes. And Joel Sheehan on Twitter, in fact, took a um, – he fights that number of over $600,000 per game. But these owners are now claiming um, something sourced from a 12-page document called Economics of Playing Without Fans in Attendance. <laughs> Good title. That was uh, presented to the union. And the union, no doubt – knowing that owner claims and numbers are, uh, of course, going to back those claims, are going to be treated with some skepticism uh, as well. As I said, there's always an eyebrow raise one way or the other. With We fans, we just want to see uh, baseball. <clears throat> All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. I would like to take you down a road now, a little road that might take a while, but I think it's very interesting about how the Yankees got Aaron Judge. And it all started in 1990. What? Let's just, just hold on. It all started with Ruben Rivera. And whenever the season begins, we know that Aaron Judge is one of the big stars in baseball. He'll be in right field on opening day, even though he turned out he broke a rib in spring training, and he was going to start on the list. But here's the thing about Judge. He's already 28 years old. He's going to be entering his fourth full big league season. He, as a rookie, smashed 52 home runs, which was a record. <clears throat> Unanimous rookie of the year. Was an MVP. Um, some people think his MVP was stolen by a roided-up guy. But his on-base percentage is fourth in all of baseball, 401. I wouldn't have even thought he was in the top 10. Slugging percentage is fourth. OPS plus is third. He's eighth in home runs since he's been in the bigs. Uh, and his WAR, if you're into that, is a 19.4. He is the true player development success story. Big tight end out of Fresno State, overcame huge swing and miss issues in college and in the minors and is now a very productive big league player. And coaches worked with him and Judge deserves credit himself for tinkering and making constant adjustments too. It's not easy. Great baseball acumen, great work ethic, blah, blah, blah. But getting him into pinstripes is a process that dates back before he was in college. Think about this. A string of transactions that led the Yankees to getting Judge is 17 months older than Judge himself. If you go back to 1990 and look <clears throat> um, to trades, seven of them, one international signing, a draft pick, 21 players, and a lot of patience. So let's start. November 21st, 1990, the Yankees signed Ruben Rivera. The Yankees actually signed two Riveras. They were cousins, international amateur free agents out of Panama, 1990. One came with little hype and fanfare and eventually became the greatest closer and the first unanimous Hall of Famer, Mariano. 
The other one was his cousin. He was supposed to be the next great Yankee. Reuben had all the buzz. And in fact, Baseball America put him on the cover in December of 1994 and said, the next Mickey Mantle? Question mark. Baseball America ranked Reuben Rivera, not Mariano, as one of the nine best prospects of all time. He made his brief MLB debut as a September call-up in 95, got an extended taste of the bigs in 96, hit 284, part-time player on a championship team. But behind the scenes, the Yankees were getting impatient with Rivera. Very, very, very immature. And then he hit 235 in AAA and had zero work ethic. He had the tools. He had no drive to get better. And apparently they asked him if he wanted to get better, and his answer was no. <laughs> and so Herb Rayburn, the guy who signed him, head of the Yankees Latin American scouting, he said, I really had high hopes for him. He could run, he could throw, he could hit for distance. He had all the tools, but he also liked to fool around. You have to be serious. Okay? So the Yankees trade Rivera for Hideki Irabu, or Irabu. Hideki Irabu, remember, Hideo Nomo took MLB by storm in the 90s, and he paved the ways for Irabu, who was supposed to be known as the Japanese Nolan Ryan. He was even more hype than Nomo. The, the Padres got him from the Chiba Lotte Marines. And that led to the creation of the posting system, by the way, <clears throat> because the Japanese teams wanted compensation for their big stars. There was one small problem with the Padres getting Irabu's contract. He had no desire to play for them. He said, I have absolutely no desire to conclude a contract with San Diego. My first pick is the Yankees. All I can say now is I have told this to my agent, and there has been no change in my wishes. So the Padres at that time were run by Larry Lucchino. Remember him, Red Sox fans? They thought he'll come around. He said, when we talk to him, it'll happen. It never did. He held his ground. He forced the trade. And the Yankees uh, sent him in a six-player trade headlined by Rivera. And one month later, Irabu signed a four-year, $12.8 million contract. In that trade, the Yankees got Irabu, Homer Bush, Gordy Amerson, and Vernon Maxwell, who was a minor leaguer. Padres got Ruben Rivera, Rafael Medina, and $3 million in cash. Wasn't that funny back then? And so a brief minor league tune-up. Arabu joined the Yankees in 97 and was pretty good his first time out. But then the wheels fell off. And Arabu started giving up Jimmy Jacks all over the place. 42 home runs and 37 and a third. Demoted to the bullpen. And after his rookie season, in which he was 28 years old, his ERA was a 7.08. Didn't make the postseason roster. Now, the next year he got another chance and he was good. He was in the rotation the whole year and pitched to a 406, but he was the number five guy behind David Cohn, El Duque, Andy Pettit, and David Wells, but he still was not living up to his hype. I'm going to get back to this story on the other side. As I said, stick with me. It's a long road from Rivera to Judge. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second on Byline.
When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy esports app for player props, and they are currently offering contests for CSGO, Dota, and League of Legends matches. Choose five over-under props for a player's stats to build your lineup. The riskier your choices, the more your selection is worth. They've already awarded over $1.2 million, so rack up the most points for your chance to share the prize pool. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Use a promo code AI at sign up today for an instant free $10 credit. That's Thrive Fantasy with the promo code AI. Come prop up now. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. All right, the cliffhanger continues. How do we get from Rivera before Mike, Mike Judge, before Aaron Judge was born? 
to Aaron Judge. Back to Irabu, 1998, in the rotation, fifth starter, not living up to the hype. And the tensions boiled over early in 99. He failed to cover first base in back-to-back spring training starts. And George Steinbrenner called him a quote-unquote fat toad. He said he looks like a fat, pussy toad out there. That's not a Yankee. Come on, guys. We are going to meet again to tell him what we expect. Well, started 99 season in the bullpen. Did get back on the rotation a month later. Had a complete game over the Red Sox. Struck out 12. The ERA was under 4. But the rest of the summer, his ERA was over 6.5. And And, um, as for Rivera... Spent four seasons in the Padres system and underwhelmed. Hit 204, bounced back a little bit after that. Came back to the Yankees in 05, but he stole Derek Jeter's glove. Remember that? And they cut him. So last year, Rivera was playing in the Mexican League at age 45. But December 99, Irabu's poor performance, general indifference, frustrated by the Yankees, and they made the decision to move on from him. They sent him to the Expos for three young pitchers and cleared a big league spot for a pitching prospect that they loved, Ed Yarnell, who did nothing. But from the Expos, they got Jake Westbrook, Ted Lilly, and Christian Parker. And as Cashman said at the time, Hideki came with a lot of fanfare. He wanted us as badly as we wanted him. There were some good times and some tough times as well. We saw those flashes of brilliance that attracted us when he was a free agent coming out of Japan. Well, Irabu in Canada was horrible. He was hurt, and when he did pitch, his ERA was over 6.6. The Rangers tried to make him a closer in 02. He saved 16 games, but then... He went back to Japan in 03, and if you didn't hear, it was a very sad tale. Got into alcoholism, got into some legal problems. In 2011, he commits suicide. Yeah, pretty horrible. But for the Yankees, it was about building depth. Lilly and Westbrook spent 2,000 as up-and-down depth arms. Lilly was eventual to build up some power. He remained with New York until he got traded to the A's, that was in the Jeff Weaver trade where the A's had Jeff Weaver for five minutes and Billy Bean flipped him, and that was the Bobby Kelty thing. Uh, Westbrook was a former Rockies first-round pick who went to the Expos in the Mark Lansing trade. Um, that was his first taste of uh, MLB. But <clears throat> the Yankees traded Westbrook for David Justice. Remember, the Yankees won four World Series titles in five years, 96 to 2000. 2000, you would say, was the weakest of the four. And on the day of the trade, they were three games behind the Jays. They had scored the fifth amount of runs. They needed a bat. So the Indians got Westbrook, Zach Day, and Ricky Lede. Remember him? Mets fans. And the Yankees got David Justice. And just a professional hitter. Even though Justice was plan C, they turned to Justice only after they tried to get Sammy Sosa. It didn't work. And they tried to get Juan gone, and it didn't work. And at the time, they said that we had a player that we wouldn't trade to get Sosa or Gonzalez. We still don't know who that is. But uh, Justice was great. 
He went on a three-month rampage. He hit over 300, 20 home runs in less than half a season. He drove in 60 in less than half a season. And you might remember the go-ahead three-run home run against Arthur Rhodes against the Mariners in Game 6 of the ALCS, gave the Yankees his third straight pennant. The Indians did pretty well as, as well because Westbrook, of course, spent nine years in Cleveland. He was a huge innings eater. And then he got sent to the Cardinals in a trade that gave him a young guy named Corey Kluber. Lede was flipped for David Segui, and then Day was then required um, to get Melton Bradley. So then we get to 2001, the Yankees traded justice for Robin Ventura because there was a nagging groin injury the next year for justice. He only hit 240. Uh, the club had a void at third base, and that lent him to go straight up player for player trade. It was the first Yankees Mets trade in almost a decade. And Ventura was a very good defender, hit about 250. He was an upgrade over Brocious, who had his time in the World Series but was out. But Justice with the Mets, do you even remember that? You don't, because he was traded to the A's after one week for Mark Guthrie and Tyler Yates. Oakland got Justice to replace Jason Giambi, who signed with the Yankees. And remember, Billy Bean said, we got a guy who was one year away from being MVP of the whole league. Then in 03, still with me, the Yankees trade Ventura for Scott Proctor because <clears throat> the bat got quiet. They got Aaron Boone in the deadline, so they flipped Ventura for the Dodgers. The Yankees got Scott Proctor and Bubba Crosby, not Bubba Crosby, but Bubba Crosby, Bubba Crosby, and then the Yankees, the Dodgers got Robin Ventura. And Cashman was very gracious about, oh, he did a great job. But, I mean, Boone's stint in pinstripes was very memorable, and now he's the skipper. He got that very famous Game 7 home run off Tim Wakefield, if I remember. But he tore up his knee, and then the Yankees got A-Rod, and you didn't need him anymore. Crosby and Proctor were spent a long time with the Yankees. Crosby was a fourth outfielder type of guy. And you might remember that Cashman famously said Crosby was our starting center fielder even though they had just signed Donnie and Johnny Damon. But Proctor was a pretty good reliever. Then in 07, the Yankees trade Proctor for Wilson Betamete. And Proctor was used a lot by Joe Torre, but the um, it, Proctor had a bad outing, and um, he burned some equipment trying to erase some bad mojo. And people started to get a little concerned for him. Betamete at the time was only 25 years old. And the Yankees used him as a true bench player. I mean, they're infield. Think about it. A-Rod, Jeter, Robbie Cano. I mean, come on. Proctor pitched really well for the Dodgers, by the way. But as for replacing Proctor, the Yankees called up a prospect named Jabba Chamberlain, who started setting up for Rivera. Then in 08, the Yankees trade Betamete for Nick Swisher. And they signed C.C. Sabathia to the richest contract. They added A.J. Burnett and a very busy uh, summer as well. Swisher, you know, 28 years old, switch hitter with power. The Yankees had to replace Bobby Abreu in right field. They had to replace Jason Giambi. So Swisher was the guy. The Yankees got Nick Swisher and Koneka Teixeira. And the White Sox got Wilson Benamit, Jeff Marquez, and Johnny Nunez. Swisher hit 29 home runs, was a key, key contributor, and they won the World Series. 
Four years with the Yankees, he hit 105 home runs. Betamit, not that great. So then Swisher in 12 rejects a $13.3 million qualifying offer. <clears throat> and the original contract Swisher signed with the A's expired, and the Yankees had no interest in resigning him. And Swisher was on the wrong side of 30. And if you think about, um, there was another reason letting Swisher go, they would get a draft pick. And so the Yankees let him go, and the Indians brought him in, and compensation, the Yankees received a supplemental first-round pick, 32nd overall. Um, with their first, remember, they lost Rafael Soriano to free agency. Hiroki Kuroda rejected the qualifying offer as well. And so in the next year, June 8th, the Yankees drafted Aaron Judge. And going into the 2013 draft, Baseball America ranked Judge as the 30th best prospect. He was obviously a raw power hitter. Um, his junior year at Fresno State, he started getting the average up. But even though he hit 369, he struck out once a game, which is a very high total for a college player. And so this is the snippet here from Baseball America. Quote, Judge puts on jaw-dropping batting practice displays, but some scouts worry that his power won't translate to games. Judge profiles as a 250 hitter and is going to strike out a lot, which comes to the territory for tall power hitters with long arms. A team that can live with strikeouts is fine if he hits 30 home runs a year. But while his swing is more about strength and average than bat speed, tight power, Judge is a solid average runner, above average arm, will be a solid defender in right field. So the Yankees used their first first-round pick on Notre Dame third baseman Eric Hahalio. Yeah. So, um, and then we get the rest. But I always like it when someone goes down this road to look back how Ruben Rivera indirectly, directly, indirectly led to Aaron Judge. It's pretty cool. All right, let's go to New York City because we have Charlie. Charlie, I almost went through a three-hour show with no calls. Thanks for calling up, my man. What's up? I'm sorry. I have to preface by saying I really hate the Yankees, and you've talked way too much about them already for the day. <laughs> I've, had my, I've had my fair share of the Yankee talk. Um, uh, regarding Aaron Judge, wasn't, wasn't he – was there? May I may have misheard or misread this. Wasn't there a, a year or um, a time when the A's were going to draft him, but his uh, he he said he wanted to stay in college. Am I, is that an incorrect? A, from what I understand, the A's drafted him out of high school. Oh, out of high school. Okay. Yeah, I knew something, and he wanted to play college ball. Was that the story? Yeah, he was going to be a tight end and a baseball star at Fresno State. So they spent a uh, – it was a pretty low pick, I think, but they, the A's did draft him. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. I mean, uh, just imagine if he had uh, – he'd be on the Yankees now anyway because the A's would have had to trade him away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, you know what hurts is what – I remember I had Sonny Gray on the day after we drafted him. And, of course, you know, coming out of Vanderbilt, and he was going to be a guy who was, you know, going to be in the minors for a while – but somebody called me and he said, how long until he's on the Yankees? <laughs> and he was right. By the way, I just looked it up. 31st round, the A's drafted him in 2010 out of Linden High School. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember reading that somewhere, and then he wound up going, like you said, Fresno, and and ultimately with the Yankees. Um, but you know, listen, he's a, a a great talent. But he he seems in the last. And I'm not knocking him. I'm not, it's not Christmas. This is an observation. He seems to get injured a lot, and he if the season were to start on time, he still. Uh, they even said locally, even if the season were to start in June or early July, he still won't be ready because he has some kind of rib issue. But it just seems like over the last couple of years, he started, and I don't know if that's because of his size. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton seems to be uh, yeah. a little injury prone himself. I don't know if it's because of their size. I mean, they're, they're both built like brick, you know, what houses. And, yeah, um, Aaron Judge, I got to run to a break here, but Aaron Judge okay. is 6'7", six, six, 285, I, Charlie. I know, it's crazy. And they show <laughs> pictures, real quick, there's a picture of him and Stanton standing next to each other. It's like I'm looking at uh, a couple of football players. All right, Rick, <laughs> I'll talk to you later. All right, thanks for the call, Charlie. I'm Rick Tittle, come on back. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, Okay. You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Jeez Louise, that is something else. All right. One more thing that just came out today about the last dance that pizza that was delivered in utah by the way utah pizza goes together about as well as utah jazz goes together um apparently when the pizza showed up jordan wanted to, and he said he was the only guy that ate it well now we're finding out uh from uh, the director jason who is that when the pizza was open jordan spit on it so no one else could have any that's a trick that Adam Carolla, uh, I remember him saying that one time, that he would always, if something got put down in the middle of a table with his like construction worker buddies, he would spit on it so he knew he'd get it to himself. <laughs> once again, another story about Jordan being the bully, but he paid for it. He was in the fetal position in the can all night. All right, thanks for tuning in tomorrow on the show. We got some guests. 9 a.m. time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.